Hey, Kansas City. You're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a weekly podcast from KCUR Studios. On this episode, an untraditionally traditional Thanksgiving at a Lawrence hot dog shop. Most Thanksgivings, when Lee Meisel hosts a celebration at his no-frills lunch counter in Lawrence, he has a lot of fun coming up with creative riffs on the holiday food cliché. What he means by that is... The slice of turkey, breasts, the mashed potato with the divot in it, with the gravy, the stovetop stuffing. He calls the feast at his restaurant Franksgiving, because his restaurant, Leeway Franks, specializes in frankfurters. But he doesn't serve food from the menu on Thanksgiving. He prepares a special holiday feast for his own family and any employees or customers looking for a low-key way to spend the day. There's a home-cooked meal for you. We just play music and we just hang out. The regular menu is, is we don't do that. We just pick a few items and are a theme and then we just make that and that's all there is. And The concept came to him initially as a way to make Thanksgiving special for the service industry workers who don't have time to travel to be with family before they're expected to clock back in. I have been in positions where I haven't had a place to go, and it's a very tough, lonely feeling. The main courses in past years have been things like turkey leg tacos and rabbit stew. But this year, Lee says he's eager to indulge the cliché instead of serving it up sideways. Something about this year, maybe because the holidays were so, I don't know, up in the air last year, that I wanted to do kind of a more traditional, you know, just simple, something like that. And so... This will be the first proper Thanksgiving he's hosted in two years due to COVID-19. It'll also be his first without his best friend, his grandpa. If you've ever been here, you've probably seen, you know, my grandfather here drinking coffee. And... Martin Meisel was Lee Meisel's actual grandfather. But all the kids in the North Dakota town where Lee grew up called Martin Grandpa, whether they were related to him or not. He was that kind of a guy. Martin died in September, and the loss hit Lee pretty hard. He can barely get through a sentence about his grandpa without choking up. Uh, it just makes you step back a little bit and look at some of the big picture things and make sure that you're still doing things for the right reasons. The first time I interviewed Lee, back in 2015, he talked about his grandpa. His influence was that important. He's just uh, one of the most gentle, kindest people I think I've ever met. Um, He's just kind of an old cowboy, one of eight children, and grew up uh, during the Depression, didn't have a lot, you know, raised their own food. Uh, raise cattle. And, and he just comes from a, a, a place and a, and a generation where people had to know how to fix things and know the way that things work. And I just, you know, admire that so much. Lee's vision started out as a whole animal butcher shop, but he'd crunched the numbers and he knew that wouldn't be viable. As much as 21st century consumers love the idea of using a whole animal, most of us lack the skill and dedication it actually takes to transform every cut of meat into food. So he didn't start with the butcher shop. He started with what he thinks of as a concession stand, like the ones he visited with his grandpa in North Dakota, when they took fishing trips in the summer or hockey trips in the winter. Every, every little place you go has a concession stand, and someone, someone's grandmother's back there making chicken noodle soup. And, you know, just a, a simple little concession stand. It would be like this, this oasis. It'd be so cold, you know, but just that, 
the hot chocolate and, you know, something that somebody made uh, from scratch, Nifla soup and, and some of these different things. I just, th those are just some of the most fond memories that I have of childhood. At Leeway Franks, we can serve obscure cuts of meat in the form of tasty hot dogs or gravy for poutine. My grandfather is just every part of this place. The timing of his grandfather's death, just as the restaurant industry started emerging from pandemic uncertainty, it comes at a turning point for Lee professionally. For this small business owner, COVID-19 wasn't a slowing down. It was an all-consuming scramble to adapt. You know, I had financial obligations, like I owe money to banks and stuff for opening the business. and Survival meant compromise. We had said never a lot, you know, we're never going to do this or never going to do that. And we had to go back and, and see if never was really something that we had, we're in the position to, to say. One of the compromises that affected Lee profoundly was his decision to keep longer hours. It worked, but it was exhausting. I, I feel like last year was uh, sort of a manic time around here. Um, you know, there was just a sort of a frenzy for a while there. Part of that was just this kind of hustle culture that we're all also aware of that just sort of grinds you down, you know, a little bit. And it, it, at that point, it hadn't quite sunk in like, hey, we're going to be okay, we're going to get through this. So it was just like, you know, we just got to keep on pushing, keep on pushing. So in 2020, Thanksgiving just didn't happen. Leeway Franks opened for brunch Thanksgiving morning, but there was no special meal. Lee and his wife didn't even come in. My wife and I are always here. We always work it. And um, I thought, you know, I needed a break from it last year, and I probably did. 2021 feels different, in part because Lee is finally at a point where he can relax just a little. I feel like this year we're just kind of wanting to, instead of plow through it, we're, we're wanting to take a little bit of time and slow down to really appreciate that we're still here, what we, what we have. And even though his grandfather won't be there, he did inspire this year's Thanksgiving menu in more ways than one. The stuffing and dessert. We normally don't have a dessert option, and my grandfather had a sweet tooth. And so we're doing, we're doing a dessert option this year. Uh, normally, again, I would say never, but this year. <laughs> Why not? As for the stuffing, that was always his grandpa's thing. Lee remembers waking up to the warm smell of sage as Martin worked bright and early in the kitchen. He remembers everything about that stuffing. How his grandpa used to cube day-old bread from the discount bakery, sprinkle it with seasoning, bake it on a sheet pan. How he cooked giblets in a pot and ground them using an ancient meat grinder clamped to the kitchen counter. He added celery and onion and stuffed the turkey until it was overflowing. Lee's stuffing this Thanksgiving will be a stovetop version of that recipe. But he hasn't gone totally traditional. He's not trying to wow anyone, is the main thing. That's the part of Thanksgiving he thinks we could all do without. What I don't like about it is any sort of pressure to, you know, perform some sort of like culinary miracle, uh, provide some sort of like level of entertainment that no one really deserves or, or, you know what I mean, or wants, you know. So think of Thanksgiving this way. It's a relaxed atmosphere, a place to go, a place to stay a while or get carry out. It's a place to eat good food and listen to good music. 
Lee will bust out the same playlist he uses every year. Arlo Guthrie, Vince Guaraldi. We always listen to Alice's Restaurant. You could call it comfort music. Just enjoy it for what it is, you know, and it doesn't have to be more than that. Good advice for the holidays, no matter where you spend them. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. You can subscribe wherever you typically do that. This podcast is produced by Mackenzie Martin with music from Blue Dot Sessions. It's based on a column I write for KCUR.org. The column is edited by Gabe Rosenberg, and it comes out every Sunday. Thanksgiving is just about here, which is hard to believe, and I really do hope you have a great one with maximum fun and minimum stress over stuff that really doesn't matter. Can we agree right now that our hosts should not stress over decor and stuff like that. We won't judge your placemats. We just want to be together, right? Okay, good. It's decided. I'm Gina Kaufman, signing off. Take it easy, Casey. Hi, this is Byron Love, a podcast producer at KCUR, and I'm here to tell you, you should check out the latest podcast that I produce, Kansas City Today. Okay, I'm not telling you to check this out just because I produce it, that of course helps, but each and every weekday, I work with the KCUR newsroom and host Numinu Giadine to get you the most relevant news for your day in Kansas City. So subscribe and dive right into the Kansas City News Podcast that you've always needed right now, wherever you get your podcasts.